Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, doing everyone? Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. In this one, there's a few things I want to talk about. Firstly, you probably would have noticed the new logo uh, on the on our page there on on YouTube when you uh, when you click the video, and also a little banner at the bottom there. So just uh, upgrading the videos slightly each and every year. Um, so a few things down there. Obviously, we've got our Discord group link, uh, which I'll pop the actual you know, link in the description as well. Um, but just gives you a bit of a reminder to join that if you haven't yet. Also. Um, you know, we've got our lead code there. So that's the overall lead code, which is really cool. Um, and just uh, the next announcement is the alternates team this year. Uh, I figured out a, a different way to, to go about it this te- in, in this season. And that's actually going to be, you know, teaching you guys and helping you guys with, um, you know, those of you who play head to head. So I'm going to make that third team. Obviously going to have my normal team. Um, we're going to have the people squad, which everyone, if you're part of the discord group, we have a, a section there for the people's team. And you guys can and can make your say on on how that team goes. And we actually did really really well last year and made um, you know top hundred there. So if we can try and better that, that would be really cool. And now the third team, just a, a way of you know, I said helping the guys out that play head to head on a regular basis, and then also giving an opportunity to invite me to your league. So I'm going to join a heap of different leagues, and we'll we'll see how I'm going uh, across the season. Do a lot of content, obviously, on on creating your overall team. But I know a lot of people play head to head, and also you know go for overall at the same time but there's definitely a different strategy uh if you're playing head to head the strategy won't change too much at the start which i'll talk about you know before the season uh, kicks off there uh you're, you're looking to create a lot of value so that you can create the best team possible you know if, you, if you're picking up guys like Payne Haas for example who are going to pay origin you you're definitely not trading them out of your side if you know another example is if you're having you know, a gun that's going to be out for two weeks, for example. In classic, you probably, you know, there's a chance you trade them out two to three weeks for sure. But in head to head, you just be holding um, those keepers and you're trying to generate as much cash as possible. So I'll be showing you how to do that in this team. Um, and if anyone wants to have this little tagline at the start of your team names, that would be really cool. We've got the, the JB, so Jamie Brown um, Fantasy Analysis will be our little tagline. If you'd like to do that and you feel like you're part of the community, that would be really cool. You might see a few guys in the Discord group, especially the mods, um, have that in front of their name at this stage. So 
that's pretty cool. But yeah, if you would like me to be in your head-to-head league, I'll probably create one as well. But the unfortunate thing is you can only create um, a 20-man you know, head-to-head one. But yeah, invite me to those leagues, guys. Send me a message um, in, in the description, sorry, in the, in the comments below. Or, um, or I'll pop a little tab on the Discord as well where we can talk about the head-to-head stuff. But that'll be really cool. So that's another little announcement there. But we are going to go through... Uh, the first six games of the trials, I think the, the Warriors game has been cancelled for tonight. But we will have the Dogs game, which is going to be pretty important with guys like you know Pango Jr., Burton, um, you know those types of players to follow. But we'll go through the six here while we can. I've got some time here today with the Eagles and the Raiders. And obviously, still not great to look at the um, the points, etc. With the meters and tackles all being in different spots. But we'll go through the points and what I saw to the eye for guys that are pretty important. Tommy Trevojevic. Looks, looks great. There's no issues with him. But these are the kind of, obviously not 16, but you know the scores of 35 to 45 kind of thing. If you're looking to pick him up at a million dollars, that you'll get those random scores like that, especially you know the odd time against a better team if they've got a really good defense. You know, 35 to 45 with a try or a try assist for him is going to be pretty normal. Um, and he'll have those games where he absolutely dominates in others. Um, so just be aware of that with Tommy. Uh, looking down there, yeah, look at DCA. He's not going to be scoring 15s, for example. Obviously, they didn't play full games. But, yeah, I wouldn't look too much into it, but just, you know, be aware that these guys, you know, people aren't always going to get amazing scores, which we'll talk about with a few other guys later. Um, you know, picking, guys picking, you know, you're picking up players just based on one good trial, for example. Some like Lucy Leilua in the in the next one we're going to talk about a little bit further, but that's an example. Oh, look, Kawatu, I haven't heard any further news yet, but it looks like he might have a fractured arm, which could give some room for Carl Lawton to play on that right edge uh, or the left and, and Bullymore. So they both should have a fair bit of time anywhere between three to five weeks, I'd say, for either one of them. And you kind of got to work out which one's going to be getting the most time as to you know them being worth it the most. But Carl Lawton's going to be an interesting one because the average is very high in 70 to 80 minutes on an edge. So that's there. Bullymore, if you're looking at his play, to the eye, he's someone who is solid. When he runs the ball, he doesn't have that vigor like some other guys do, like Elusio, like Olokowatu. Um, but he's someone that's just going to be solid. He'll defend for you. He's going to be needing decent minutes on the edge, I think, to score well. You know, he's 25 was, you know, in, in, a, in shorter game time. So we are getting more than that on the edge. And he had no real attacking stats or anything. So he's someone that that price point at 315 or whatever he is, it's going to be, you know, actually we'll check three what? Uh, 330, sorry, 331. That's going to be do solid for you, make you a bit of cash and then get moved to the bench probably. So yeah, at this stage he's in my squad. But we'll, um, we'll work that out further as we go. Dylan Walker's going to be sold off the bench if you're looking at him. Carl Lawton, again, you know, he spent a bit of time off the interchange. But if he gets a starting role for, a, you know, if we can work out between three to four weeks, then he probably is going to be worth it. Uh, and nothing really too important following that. On the Raiders side of things, we obviously, you know, we have to move up a little bit with, with Savage. He's going to have his, you know, really good games. And, you know, someone made an interesting, a very good, solid, interesting comment based on... You know, we're getting we're getting super excited about a guy that's obviously super talented, but we're going off one good score. You know, he's had a couple of okay scores around that. He was okay last week. Yeah, better than this, obviously, but 13 points this game. Um, so just go up on him. He probably, you know, I think uh, Ricky came out and said CNK is going to get the number one role for the first game. Is Savage going to be in the bench? Is he going to be in the wing? You know, if he is playing in the wing, do you pick him up? Definitely a few options there if you'd like to do that. Tomoko looks really solid. He runs the ball really hard. I like I like watching him play. So he's going to figure at some point, I think, for sure. I wouldn't be touching him now, I don't think, just on the price. Um, it's so hard to fit all the guys in that we want. Jackie White with 44 points. I think he was really cool. 
he, you know, him and Foggs played well together. I think with Foggs being more the organizer, White did have a errant pass uh, to get Saab. Was it Saab or the, or the center? Tula, Tula. Um, a length of the field try. There was a couple of them at the start actually. So other than that, he was you know great in attack and, and scored solidly. I'm happy with how he looked. Tarpany, still guys, he hasn't. He's unvaccinated and he won't be able to play uh, when he goes to Queensland. So there's a game in round two. Uh, there's also a couple of games throughout the season, I think around eight, round 10 maybe. So he's going to miss a bunch of games and he's not going to get vaccinated before the season starts, right? He needs to have double vax. Uh, so we up on him a little bit just for the fact that, you know, he's playing amazingly, don't get me wrong, but just you got, he's going to miss games from him and it's just not worth it to muck around with something like that, I don't think. Um, and then guys like Starling, he's going to be solid off the bench. He's going to get you somewhere between 30 and 50 on a regular basis, just depending on the minutes. So if he gets around that 50, 55, 60 minutes, he could be worth it, but... He's someone I'd probably watch at the start. Uh, if there's an injury to Hodgson, then you just bring him in straight away, for example. Other guys like um, Elliot, Horsburgh. Uh, or, you know, Horsburgh's going to score solidly, but the minutes there, you know, Sutton, Harrow and Ara, all guys to think about, but not too... Don't think about them too much at this stage, I don't think. Okay, we'll go to the Roosters and the Tigers game. Lucky Lamb, we don't need to bother. Momorowski is really solid, obviously going to try there. 43 points. He's going to be scoring somewhere around there. But that's what you're paying for. You know, just under 500k, you're looking for somewhere in the 40 to 50, 45 range with him. Uh, with you know, we still don't, we're still not going to be not sure who's going to be kicking goals. So Kieran came out and kicked the goals. He's obviously a bit of a sharpshooter. If he's not in that starting side, then who kicks? We didn't even find out. You know, is it going to be Walker? Is it going to be Momorowski? Mom said he hasn't been obviously practicing too much. That's a bit of a pain. Manu was solid in the sixth role. Walker looked amazing. Did get the uh, did score 32 points. Just um, be aware of that yeah, in this game. And that included a really, really cool um, long-range try assist where he skipped through a few players early um, in their half and, and went away and, and did really well there. So just remember that what you saw today, yes, he's super talented, but is he going to get as many opportunities playing next to Kiri? I just don't see it. And he has to score you know, somewhere in the mid-40s to be worth it. So to me, I think you have to pass at this stage, but it's completely up to you. If you think he's going to take the next step and they're going to share the duties, then, then or by all means, go for it. Um, Rads, I think you should be holding off on. I wouldn't be touching him at this stage. Um, that's probably it on the Roosters front. We're obviously going to have Teddy coming back, um, Crichton, these types of guys. So just be aware of that when you're looking at picking up players. Okay. Dane Laurie was solid. Gildart looked a lot better, but still too expensive for me. Hastings looked really solid. And I think the Tigers played a lot better you know, with Hastings and Brooks together. Hastings has come back with a bit more experience, obviously, um, coming from... From English, uh, from, from the English games, the English Super League, I should say. Uh, and, and he looks solid and 43 points, including a fair, a fair few run meters at 109 there. He's going to tackle, he's going to kick in general play. They're going to split all that. Uh, so I think he was really solid and, and he's very interesting at his price point, but probably a little bit too heavy at this stage just to, just with too much going on. I said, there's not enough money to, to, to splash around. So I think you can, you can, if you wanted to pick him up, I, I definitely would not. Um, push you away from it. I think he played well, and I think he should have a decent season. Uh, and Brooks will do well, will do well also. Ran the ball nicely. All right, Stefano, for example, played a much better game than he did last week. So if you are still interested in him, I wouldn't be shying, you know, getting you to shy away from him. I think he's going to do great. He was looking to offload, which was a big one, um, and ran the ball hard. So yeah, I wouldn't shy away if he's getting the minutes. Then he's going to do well. Tuolangi, I was really interested in. He ran a hard line. Uh, and made a lot of post-contact meters, the odd off, uh, the odd tackle bust. 
um, and they went to him close to the line as well. So the you know, chances some tries as well, especially against a better team than uh, sorry a worse team than the Roosters, for example. So he's someone that I'm looking to plug into my team. If he gets a starting spot, I imagine he'll be very highly owned and, and fair enough with that. I've had a lot of questions about Luciano Leilua. So 79, he looked great. He has these types of games, remember, though. He's, he's someone that's going to average over 50 anyway. So what, you know, are you expecting him to get this every game? You know, he's going to get the odd 40 as well when he when he doesn't go all in on the game, let's say. He's not, you know, like um, some of the other edges where they're getting the 40 tackles and 150 metres on a regular basis. He's someone around the 30, missing a few, maybe runs 100 metres this game, and a little bit less another game, you know what I mean? So he's going to get somewhere between a 35 uh, and, and highs of 80, which he might get a couple of times a year. So just be aware of that. You know, previous years he's got 100 in certain games as well. So if you're interested in him, I'm not going to push you away, but just be aware that it is a trial game. Roosters are missing a few players. They did beat Roosters, which is probably not going to happen in the real game. So just be aware of that uh, going forward. Yeah, it's a trial game. We look at this. Panthers can get done 36 to nil. Obviously, no Cleary, uh, Yo, a bunch, you know, Fisher Harris, a bunch of their enforcers, right? But, you know, Eels played well. You can get done in a trial pretty comfortably, which they did. But on the Panthers' side, obviously losing 36-0, it's hard to say too much about guys in your centres, right? We see Tago with 23. We see Crichton with 21. Both had solid games. I liked how they looked to the eye. When Panthers get everyone back, they're going to benefit you know, greatly going, you know, going forward into the season. So 23-21 in a real bad game when you lose 36-0. Sometimes you could see your, your centres getting 5, 10, 15, something like that. So to get over 20 is solid. Uh, I think Tago was solid in defence, even though they did miss a bunch of tackles. If we, um, if we scroll down a little bit further... Yeah, four missed tackles out of 17. So I'm happy you made 17 there. And, and Crichton, 21, obviously missed five. But when you didn't done 36 nil, there's a few tries that are near the line that you know they crash over you, for example, and um, and you you know get credited that missed tackle. So I'm not too worried about Tago and Crichton. Let's see how they shape up for round one. And uh, Robert Jennings, for example, as well, 22. So 240k if he gets a starting spot and Staines doesn't get it. Uh, then you know, it looks like maybe you know, Staines could be used as the backup fullback, for example, rather than Crichton moving back to the one. I was having to think about this on the weekend. Crichton might just stay center all year, uh, and Staines could be the backup. So you know, Jennings staying on the on, on the wing, and if Edwards is playing sweet, if Edwards is out, then Staines could come straight into one and be a specialist fullback. I think that might be how they're training him, rather than moving the team around. That's my thoughts. We'll see what happens. Sean O'Sullivan was solid. If he gets to end up getting a spot, he'll be an interesting... Like, if Cleary ends up getting injured or something like that, he could be an interesting one, you know, carrying the team uh, along there with doing majority of kicking, you know, running the ball a bit, tackling well. I think he could be solid there. Coruscant is going to do his thing. Eisenhuth has always been good if he gets an opportunity, but Yo's in front of him. Sorensen was solid as well. And, you know, someone like Spencer Lanyu, who didn't end up um, getting a great go in this game... He ended up getting scratched, didn't he? Yeah, well, it would have been, would have been nice to see him. He was meant to be starting, but it didn't happen. So that's that. Well, um, yeah, I'd probably be sitting off on Lane U. If he happens to get a bigger role, if he happens to take that Liam Martin role, then that would be cool. But if not, then uh, then we won't touch him, obviously. Okay, so on the Eels side of things, obviously things were a little bit nice for a bunch of their players, especially their halves, for example. But, you know, we talk about... Sean Russell, I think he ran the ball really hard. I, like, I liked his mongrel. He, he did really well there. So I think there's going to be games where he's going to get that mid-20s if, if nothing too much happens for him, but then he'll have games where he gets 40 or 50 with a double. Uh, so at that price point, 260, if he's getting a bunch of time, then he could be solid. Penasini, think about you know the class that he showed at the start of the game, You know, made a you know, half break down the right side um, and then kicked the ball back in to Gutho, who then passed it to um, Isaiah Papali'i. 
So 33 in this game without really much many attacking stats. He didn't even get credit that try assist, for example, which he shouldn't have. That's fine. Um, but, you know, 33 for him. Yes, they went to the left a fair bit, but, you know, it's going to change game to game. They're not going to, you know, attack left all, all the time. Yes, we can say Rabbitohs did. But it also, you know, Campbell Graham on the right did score a few tries as well. Yeah, we don't we don't forget that. They're, they're going to, they might go there seventy percent of the time, but the other thirty percent of the time, if they're a team going well, like the Eels will, he'll get his opportunity. So I think he's got a lot of talent at three hundred and fifty k. If you can fit him in, great. If you can't, then that's also fine. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, if, if if guys, if a bunch of those two forty guys pop up and you can get a gun elsewhere, then then go for that instead for sure. Dylan Brown was really nice. It's great to see him come back. I spoke about him as someone who's not going to be affected too much by the new scoring. If he's running the ball well, he looked really solid in this trial, and I hope that he can continue doing that. Mitch Moses will be a little bit more reliant on, uh, who's more reliant on the kicking uh, and attacking stats is uh, someone that I think we can avoid early on. Mahoney, Mahoney was solid. Um, Reedy there. Papali, he was good. Madison in the middle was fine. Um, yeah, all, all lesser minutes, but all, all did a good job. That's about all I have to say on that game. We've got three more to go. Alrighty, so tough. Taff, how would we say it? Got 30 points. We won't be thinking too much about him. We'll get a little bit up and down the scoring. Johnson and Mansell, the wingers, uh, had a bit of a light one. Cody Walker was great. So if he's getting that opportunity to get his hands on the ball as much as he did, he's going to run it 76 metres there. Plenty of assists. Tries himself. It's all going to happen for Walker. I think that he's going to be a solid you know, player all year in fantasy uh, and also for the Rabbitohs going for that try assist record again. Lockie Elias was really happy with a bunch of really good kicks. He got a 20-40 at one point coming out of trouble with um, you know, guys coming in to, to tackle him. So that he was good. I'm happy with him. He'll be a slow burn cash cow for sure with the odd 30-odd you know, odd and, and 50s and 60s possibly as well if he gets a few try assists. Uh, but yeah, he's someone just got to lock in your side and we'll find out if we're... You know, who pops up in terms of if he's going to be starter on our bench or if he's a starter in the in your main team, for example. And that's that. Okay, the other guy to talk about is Jai Arrow. Really liked his effort. Played about 55 minutes on the edge and in the middle. So it'll be interesting to see if that is how he plays heading into round one or if, you know, when, when Murray's back, for example, is he going to be spending the majority of time on the edge? I think I still think he's a solid pickup. You know, it's, he's only 26 years old. He's in sort of getting into the prime of his career. Played a, you know, you, if you look at his time at lock in the Titans, for example, he has had some really, really big, solid seasons in decent minutes, you know, 60, 65 minutes. So if you can get it close to 70, if you can take that Jaden Sewell roll, 72 and a half minutes that he had on an edge, if that's where he stays, then that's going to be great. If he happens to play some edge um, and, and play some middle and gets around that 60 minutes, I think he's also going to be out of average 50 as well. So probably about seven points in value for a dual position guy that you'll probably have to move coming into origin. So again, he's probably a little bit of a luxury at that 550 mark. You know, him and Stefano are probably going to be similar. You know, Stefano probably has a little bit more upside. Arrow has the um, the safety, I'd say, and also the dual position. So think of him that way. So he's something I'm definitely interested in, but we'll um, have to wait and see uh, how things go. You know, if, if he gets spoken about by a coach in terms of what his role is going to be coming into round one, you know, what's going to happen with Stefano? Is he going to be big? We'll, uh, we'll have to uh, find out a few of these things. Okay, Sloan was solid again. Nice pass early on, for example. I was really happy with how the Dragons looked, and that's where I can see some value in, in Suli and Lomax. Ramsey looked really good. That was an amazing try. So I think their back line is going to be pretty solid. Amon looked great. Seven tackle breaks in his 31 points. Hunt's going to be good too. I'm not worried about both of them. So at 350K, probably lock him in. 
at this stage, if you, again, similar to Penasini, I think they're both going to have a pretty solid season. Obviously, youngsters that are going to be volatile, going to have the ups and the downs. So um, do you play them each week? That's the question, but you probably need to find a spot in your side for them. Uh, and then we move to someone like Jack Bird. Still misses a lot of tackles. That's my worry of him on the edge. I think in the, in the middle, he's going to be a little bit safer, but we're interesting to see if he does get that middle role or if he stays on an edge or, or roams between both. But I probably at the moment, he's just out of my side. I'm just finding it hard to fit. You know, I'm looking at you and Aitken over him, for example, uh, and then maybe even Burton in the centres, I'd say. I, I think a, a number six or a, a playmaker is probably going to be better than a guy on the edge who's going to play somewhere near that 70 to 80 minutes. Uh, but that's that on that game. Two more to go, Cowboys and the Broncos. It was really nice to see the Cowboys play. If anyone's a Cowboys fan, let's just talk through the gameplay while we're there. I actually really liked, yes, we played, paid a lot of money, probably too much money for Townsend, but we need that structure. His age and experience, I think, is going to be great. You know, Around guys like Hamiso, you know, Valentine Holmes moving into centers look really solid. I like that, that line he ran to score his try. And you've got Hallam Lukey, you've got Gilbert, you've got Nainai. All these guys on you know across the squad um, to go along with Drinkwater and Dearden, I think that he really you know directed the team around well, kicked to the corners nicely, and then you've got guys like Drinkwater uh, who can come in and 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 Hamiso and and Holmes that can spark a bit of magic uh, and, and score for us. I think that they'll be okay this year. It's still going to be a bottom sort of three team, but I was you know I liked what I saw. Yes, the Broncos didn't have Reynolds, but the the majority of their team was pretty much full strength. So something to think about there. In terms of fantasy prospects, I'm happy with him. So, yes, he's not going to be someone that, unless he's getting long-range breaks, he's not going to be averaging high 100 metres, like 170, 180. I don't see it happening, but he's got enough in him to score tries and, and try assist, I think. So he'll he'll score solidly. And if you want to start with him, I'm not going to push you away from him. Uh, Lukey, so he played big minutes, which is good to see. But, for, you know, 49 points. He's someone who's going to get the odd tackle break. He's just a big, rangy guy. Obviously looks really young. Even just looking at the photo there, he's, he's that real tall, lean guy. Who who runs fast? He can break through the line a little bit, um, and was solid in defence without being incredible. Missed, you know, came out of line a few times and missed a few, you know, a few of those crappy missed tackles that we hate as fantasy players. But I think he's going to be solid. Just the four fifty k mark is a bit annoying. If it was three fifty like Nainai, then I'd be selecting him for sure. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with Nainai. We didn't get a look at him here in this trial, unfortunately. So it'd be hard to pick him up straight up if he does get a spot in here. Is he playing 50 minutes? Do they have Gilbert to come on and, and play that role off the bench? There's a few things to think about with him, uh, you know, with Nainai there. Um, Gilbert as well. Yes, 42, but again, bigger minutes and moving from edge to middle. Cotter was solid. If we're looking, I'm going to speak about Kobe Hetherington in a sec. Let's just do the comparison. We've got Cotter and Hetherington, both with the same haircut. <laughs> One's 130, 125k more expensive in Cotter. Will yeah, does he have slightly better work ethic than Kobe Hetherington? Probably. And has some better scores currently. Yeah, year to year he's got some better great scores in Hooker, he's got some decent scores in thirteen. But the hundred and twenty five K difference is, you know, close to what well, is ten points of value basically and, and I think Kobe can at least, you know, bridge the gap by five and probably be better option. Yes, they both have the mid and the uh, hooker jewel, so I'd personally go Kobe at this point, but Cotter's going to be solid as well. Is he going to have close to 10 points of value? I think Kobe has more chance of having that 10 points than, than Cotter does, just based on price. I think Cotter's a better option <coughs> in terms of scoring each week, but um, Kobe's probably the better option money-wise to fit other players in his side. But as I said, really liked drink water um, and move to the Broncos. So 
If you are someone that's thinking about Payne Haas, then I think there's nothing to worry about with him. He looked great, played half a game, uh, ended up getting simbined at the end. So uh, the 37 that he picked up, sorry, 34, uh, would have been over, like would have been a point a minute 40 or just above. So yeah, awesome for him. If you wanted to pick him up, he's great. Someone like Tony Stagg, just be aware that he's going to have the up and down game. Some games will absolutely smash it, score a couple of tries. He looks great, so he's gonna he's gonna score well over the year. Cobo probably a little bit too too expensive, even though he looked good. Um, he's gonna be a great player, but again, too expensive for me to pick from the start. Billy Walters ended up with forty two points, and I'm glad that he ran the ball. So he's always really trying. There's a few passes that he made were pretty bad, so an error or two in there, or it just ruins the the flow of the of the their attack, for example. But if he's getting that six roll from the start, if they if he's moved into that, and that's the way they they like, um, you know, they want him to run the ball and and Reynolds to kick and, and play from there, then and control the team, then that's cool. But yeah, forty two, he definitely let's just say he didn't play as good as that suggests, for example. But really happy with. With that, if you're going to pick him up, Pakes wasn't too nice uh, at 18. Obviously, played half a game, and um, Turpin coming on as well. So for 18, yes, he's cheap, but I, don't, I think he needs big minutes. And who knows how that's going to shake out? We'll have a look at Teamless and do another chat from there. But yeah, not great. Prayer, I just think he runs the ball so hard that he's going to be getting tackle breaks. He's going to be getting high run meters. He has to made an error, a bunch of errors in the second half. So yes, that might hurt his chances of getting this spot. But at, at this stage, I suggest, you know, if Tessie New comes back, Cobo moves to, does he take, he has to take Oates' spot, doesn't he? I think Pereira is better than Oates, but again, we'll find our team list, right? Um, but I'd be picking up Pereira at, at this stage, you know, cheaper than all the other wolf wing fullbacks and centers. Yes, doesn't have the jewel, but I think he's going to, he's just, he's, he's got the pedigree, he's scored well in the past. Capewell wasn't great with 12. Yes, he's going to be better than that, but. Don't get too excited on Capewell, I don't think. Overall, like he's got a few points of value, but not someone I'd be screaming at, at buying. Um, Hetherington, 47, yeah, 55 minutes. Was really solid. I like his work ethic. Runs the ball pretty hard too. So overall, solid player, 376k. I think I'm personally just getting him in my team and just dealing with it from there. Um, Gamble has obviously played um, the majority of the game there, kicking uh, and playing the Reynolds role. He was solid, uh, but that's it on the Broncos side. And our last game here is going to be the Storm and also the Knights. So that was a solid game yesterday. A few decent scores around the traps. Coates got nine just because he got the head knock um, yeah, 20, 23 minutes in or something like that. And yeah, it looked okay. But again, with, when, they get, when they got their full squad back, he, he should be scoring a fair few tries. But remember, it's not super coach. You don't get an incredible amount of points um, like you do you know, for, for attacking sacks like you do in super coach. Uh, a lot of Storm guys score a bunch of tries, but their you know, running meters and stuff are fairly low, and that's going to be pretty normal for him um, going forward. But yeah, something to think about. Is he is a solid option, dual position? Dual? Not dual. Can't remember. Um, someone will tell me in the comments. Uh, yeah, so that's that with him. Jerome is solid. Wishart looked really good. Again, we're not going to be picking him up because Grant's going to be there. Uh, Munster looked great. Hughes was good. Josh King was okay, 29 points in his time. So again, let's have a look at what team was going to save. With Nelson back, it might hurt his minutes a bit because he was incredible. Nelson, bloody hell, just running over blokes for sure. Uh, he was great there. Munster as well, looking fit. Howis probably have to be off him, I'd say, in terms of I don't think he's going to be getting a spot in the 17. So if you have him in your side currently, just be aware you're probably going to have to move him on um, out of your 21. 
just because we've got 21, if you compare it to Supercoach, for example, they've got 25. So you can hold one or two guys that aren't going to be playing straight away. Whereas in, in NRL Fantasy, with especially with COVID um, and injuries and suspensions, guys are going to be in and out of teams you know, very regularly, which means that we're going to be needing close to that 21, especially covering all positions, for example. So yeah, Howarth at some point we can just bring him in, I think, is my suggestion. And we'll move to the Knights to finish it off for the week with one game to go, which I'll analyse in, in another one, guys. But, yeah, the Knights side of things. We got Ponga. He was solid. I wouldn't be picking him up at this stage. I'm going to call him an avoid just for the fact the team's not going to be too great. He's finding his feet in this new setup in the team. Kloon, for example, was okay. So a lot of people were thinking about him, but if he has that opportunity to score, you know, the odd 20-odd, which I think he does, and he doesn't have a massive upside. You know, Clifford has much more upside. Obviously, it's a lot more expensive, but I think there's better options. You can go with Ilias. Um, we'll speak about Kurt Mann in a second, but yeah, probably other guys I'd pick over Clune. Clifford is going to be, I think he's going to be pretty decent. Will, will there be a fair bit of value on his price? Probably not. Uh, maybe a little bit, but yeah, he's, he looks like he's going to be solid at least. Randall as well, just get him in your team. Put him in your um, top four inter- interchanges, your you know, uh, reserves, for example. Take his score and run with it, see what happens. Kurt Mann, I'm still pretty high on him. Got a bunch of you know tackle breaks in his 61 metres, so it wasn't crazy metres gained. Obviously, they were defending a fair bit, but defended well. He's going to be great. I think you know, anywhere between the 40 and 50 mark, you can expect him to average, um, and hopefully some you know, 60 minutes would be good, and he'll get a nice PPM there. I'm still interested in what they're going to do with Barnett, um, and that's about it in terms of all that, guys. So, yeah, let me know what you think of the uh, the new logo, the new banner down the bottom, um, and, yeah, obviously with the league code, guys, if you're joining that, there are going to be there is going to be prizes that I'm going to pop up. I'm going to announce them before round one, so there's going to be a top three. Um, so I hope you get in that and and fill that up fast, and then the head to head as well. Send me your league um, in the comments. Send me your codes to join head to heads, and I'll jump in them for sure. So that'll be exciting with that one. Hope you enjoyed this video, guys. Please hit like, subscribe, and we'll catch you in the next one. See you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.